Now, the class of 2018 selected Rosa Patterson to deliver this year's student address. Proud Texan, Rosa is a graduate of Southern Methodist University in the London School of Economics and Political Science. At King Hall, Rosa served in a leadership role with the Black Law Students Association, the Christian Legal Society, and the International Law Association. She externed for California Supreme Court Associate Justice Tino Cuellar, and she will soon join the law firm of Warwick, Harrington, and Sutcliffe. Please welcome Rosa Patterson. Before I start, I just want to say to my family, who um, might be a little confused in case you haven't figured out by now, this was meant to be a surprise. <laughs> my family is really into surprises, so I decided to wait until now to let them know that I would be speaking. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, I would like to start out by first thanking God. My faith in Jesus Christ is such an integral part of who I am, so I give God all the glory. Thank you. I also, of course, want to thank my incredible family for their unconditional love and support. I especially want to honor my parents for the sacrifices they made for my siblings and I to help us get to this point in our lives. <laughs> I would also like to thank my husband, Ace, who's one of my greatest blessings. In addition to working a full-time job in the Bay Area, he goes above and beyond to serve me at home and somehow manages to pursue his passion as a rapper, writing a song a week, and pulling off spectacular performances. <laughs> Clearly, he is the overachiever in the relationship. <laughs> And on behalf of the graduating class, I would also like to thank all of the family and friends represented here today. Each of you have played a special role in helping us get to this point, so this celebration is as much yours as it is ours. Graduates, will you please stand and help me to proudly celebrate all of the family and friends gathered here today? Thank you. Thank you also to all the faculty and staff. At King Hall, we are lucky to not only have professors who are brilliant educators, but also great mentors and role models. I also would like to thank Dean Johnson for his tremendous leadership and unwavering commitment to helping make King Hall one of the most diverse, collegial, and high-performing law schools in the country. Thank you, Dean Sunder, Dean Sunder, also for your great mentorship. And last but not least, I want to give a big shout out to my fellow graduates. Congratulations, class of 2018. I want to commend each of you for the indispensable role you played in helping to make King Hall a truly special place. You've all helped each other get through some difficult times. 
you have supported each other through grueling exams and celebrated many milestones together. Your generous, collaborative, and friendly spirits is what sets the King Hall community apart from many other law schools. I am honored to call many of you my friends, my classmates, and to get to stand before you here today. So thank you for giving me the opportunity to speak. Today I want to talk to all of you about the concept of privilege. And no, I don't mean attorney-client privilege. Sorry, Professor Joe. <laughs> Andy Crouch, author of Playing God, Redeeming the Gift of Power, writes, Privilege is the ongoing benefits of past successful exercises of power, perfectly indifferent to whether those exercises of power were creative or oppressive, rooted in equality or injustice. In simpler terms, privilege can be defined as a form of power. And while privilege confers power, its danger is that it can easily become invisible, leaving many of us blinded to its existence. To illustrate how I became conscious of my privilege, I want to share with you a little bit about my background. I am originally from Ethiopia, a beautiful country in East Africa, filled with unique traditions, some of the best food in the world, and the most hospitable people you'll ever meet. Yet, Ethiopia is plagued by poverty, political instability, and human rights abuses. Having spent the first eight years of my life in Ethiopia, my family and I have come to experience the injustice both from near and afar. For my father, it was fleeing political persecution to seek refuge in the United States. For my mother and her siblings, it was making the daily two-hour commute on, rug on rugged hills to attend primary school. For my siblings and I, it was this weird kind of normalcy that comes with knowing that due to the scarcity of the resources in the country, on some days, we might wake up and find no water or electricity. But immigrating to the United States and eventually becoming citizens paved the way for my family and I to attain endless opportunities. Access to abundant resources, high quality education, limitless opportunities, and a melting pot of cultures. Contrasted with my upbringing, I was acutely made aware of my privileges. And while I recognize my own privilege, I believe that to be true not only for myself, but for all of us in this room. Speaking English, living in a country where many across the world would still rather move to than escape from, obtaining our JDs from King Hall, knowing how to navigate the US legal system. These are all privileges. But that's just the first step, recognizing our privilege. The important question to ask is, what are we willing to do with our privileges? For me personally, recognizing my privilege motivates me to work hard and to also use it for the service of others. I challenge myself to do well academically and to work hard, not just for the sake of grades, but because it's a privilege to get to go to university, especially to get a law degree. Access to quality education is not an opportunity that many people have, so I try not to take it for granted. Instead, I capitalize on these resources by collaborating in the classroom, going to office hours, speaking up in the classroom. I'm also committed to the cause of service because I understand 
that the world would be a better place if other people had tapped into the same opportunities that I have tapped into. So whether it's by mentoring other minority students about applying to the same scholarships I applied to, speaking to prospective students about legal career opportunities, or, or encouraging other minority students and, and um, other minority students to apply to King Hall and to help recruit a more diverse student body as part of the law school's admissions committee, I share my privileges in hopes of helping to remove existing barriers and creating greater access to opportunities. And I think this question is important to ask for all of us in this room. What is it that we are willing to do with our privileges? Especially as soon-to-be graduates of Martin Luther King Jr. Hall, I want to encourage all of us to use our power both, both compassionately and ethically. The great thing is, many of you have recognized the privilege of your legal education and choose to use it in such amazing ways. A couple of you argued before the Ninth Circuit, representing an indigent prisoner subject to the excessive use of force. We had some students who fought for victims of sexual violence in family court. And as Dean Johnson mentioned, many students were recognized just a couple of weeks ago at the public service graduation for collectively devoting thousands of hours of public service work. And so for that, I commend all of you for your compassionate service. As we get ready to step into this legal profession, I wanna encourage all of us to use our power both compassionately and ethically. I wanna end by sharing with you one of my favorite scriptures that inspires me on the work ahead. The scripture comes from the Old Testament in the book of Isaiah, chapter 1, verse 17. It says, Learn to do right, seek justice, defend the oppressed, take up the cause of the fatherless, plead the case of the widow. Thank you, and congratulations, class of 2018.